Amen, 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 amen. Are you excited about this morning? I don't know about you, but I'm super excited because I know God wants to do something in this place. We know we are at the Winning Warrior Breakthrough, Breakout, Breakforth Conference. And I'm telling you something is going to break in this place. I asked the band to stay with me just for a little bit. I need a drum beat and I need, I need some excitement in this place because I believe this is Resurrection Sunday. Nobody's going to be dead on me today. Nobody is going to die on us today spiritually, but today is the resurrection. It's revival day and God is reviving your spirit. Revival is first for the church before it is for the sinner. And that's why when we pray revival, we say, Lord, revive me. Revive me, Father. Draw me closer so that I can be, draw people closer unto you, Father, that I Break through. Break through. 
beautiful. I pray for a breakthrough, a breakout, and a breakthrough even in her family, Father. I pray that you touch her, Father, from her head to her feet, Father. I pray that she will experience your spirit like never before. I pray, Father God, that she will run with your fire in Jesus' name. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. In the name, lift up your hands, sweetie. In the name, of, it's going to cost you a total surrender. It's going to cost you a total surrender. Rabashi, a total surrender. Total surrender. Rabashi, a rabono, raboshi, Thank you, Father, for breakthrough. Breakthrough. Break out in the name of Jesus. You have a very gentle spirit, but you're also a very firm person. Firm person. Firm person. You have so much love in your heart for people. But God is going to expand it even more. He's going to expand it even more. Because you would have overlooked, says the Lord. He has seen it. He has seen what you have given. He has seen what you have given. He has seen. God has seen everything about you. And in this time, trust Him. I hear God says, trust Him one more time. And you will see what He's going to do for you. I pray that He touch you from your head to your feet right now. In the name of Jesus, everything in your body is coming to alignment for God's assignment. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for such a Dale. Dale. I'm just love on her. Just give her a hug. God wants to surround her and love on her. Love on her. Woo! Let's give God the praise. Amen. Woo! Woo! Amen. You may say we came to the crazy service this morning. This woman is crazy. Yes, I am a little bit. You have to be crazy to do what we do. Amen. Avanti and Vainan. Stand for my open split. Can you two come here? We're going to get to the word and I promise you I'm not going to keep you long. But how much fun is it to be in the presence of the Lord? Bid for you, who told you you cannot love and be joyful Pastor Sean and Sharon I want you to come and stand behind them I want you to come to the front closer come closer to me closer, closer I promise I'm not going to break a glass on you but I hear the voice of the Lord says I want you to take hands this is your time to step out. Satan tried to bring confusion in your purpose. And I usually I will not say these things over the mic, but hell needs to hear this. He's tried to bring confusion in your purpose. But today, every prophetic word, Everything heaven spoke about you will come into existence. I hear God is saying, He is realigning you, He's repositioning you for service and for purpose. Many people said many things, and it's just people, but heaven canceled out everything spoken against the two of you. For ministry is in your bloodline, says the Lord. Ministry may be not like your parents did it, but it will be more radical, says the Lord. It will not, it will not be something that your family has ever seen. And they might even call you crazy. But hear this. God says if you say yes this morning to the voice of the Lord and you step out and step in. You're going to see the blessing of the Lord upon your life like never before. You're going to see even the unsafe family coming into the kingdom. You're going to see a radical change. And I hear this say, God says, don't worry about your father. There's a great concern. Paniki is okay. He's okay and he's a fighter. 
and there's a great anointing that's dripping from your dad that's dripping on you for God is giving you guys a heart for nations you have disqualified yourself by your words you said I'm not good enough and you said why would Lord choose me because my life was so messed up at a time but God says no 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 son no 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 daughter I have chosen you God has chosen you since the beginning of time I want you to pray over them Pastor Sean you guys pray over them God is messing up my service this morning isn't it good when God comes and he messes up isn't it good amen just let just let God work with Courtney because he's doing something greater that woman is a woman of strength that you've never seen before amen 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 lady I I know I prayed for you in front here the last woman I prayed for I want you to come to the front I just want to say a word over your life and and Miss Jean I want you to come and stand behind her and you're going to pray for her and Cecile come also I really see the hand of God over you I see in the spirit I see you have your now what I know about army it's dangerous okay but I know there's ranks I don't see you just as a foot soldier or or a horseman but I see a rank in the spirit where you will command the officers this is what I see you will command the officers in the spirit and that means when you pray when you pray in the spirit and when you pray at home although you might think what is this prayer about but in the spirit you are commanding angels to do what God wants them to do because angels is ministering spirits and they are hovering and waiting for the sound of your mouth so that they can go forth and create miracles the people you are praying for it's not in vain says the Lord it's not in vain because those prayers angels is working at it heaven is working at it you're gonna see I don't know if you have children but I see I don't know um, I see a, a girl I don't know if it's your daughter or somebody connected to you <laughs> is it your daughter strong world kind-hearted but very strong you know sometimes you look at her and you think like I'm gonna send you to the dentist but there is a calling on her life she can do whatever she wants to do she can run as much as she wants to run but I see heaven is calling a name heaven is calling a name you're gonna see a great change in her I don't know if she's serving God or if she's not serving God but God is gonna take her not from a level to a level it's gonna be a you're gonna be amazed with what God is gonna do in her life Satan tried to come to kill, steal and destroy but I hear the voice of the Lord that that girl with a strong personality and a kind heart is going to break through things that the family struggled to break forth she's going to be so radical you're going to be amazed and God says because he heard your prayer Cecile and, and Ms. Jean I want you guys to pray for her Amen Father God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that your word will not return to you void. But it will do exactly what it needs to do in this place. Holy Spirit, we know it's not about me preaching. But it's about you moving. And we honor you. We praise you. We exalt your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. Let's give God the praise. the band thank you you can sit give me a keyboard player and give me the drummer and I will tell you when I need you the rest of you God bless you give the band you know they've been working very hard this is the I don't know how many service for the weekend but we are starting we are moving to the end of the winning warrior conference if you missed out tonight is our last service don't miss tonight come early for a seat prophet zion will be here 
You can see people are still laying out under the Spirit and they are praying. <clears throat> and that is how God is doing business for those that doesn't know what's going on here. Don't worry. People is fine. God is doing business. Amen. God is doing business. Sometimes we just need to say, Lord, yeah, yeah, Jesus, just touch me. Just do something, Lord. Amen. Amen. But when we go to John 20, verses 11 till 18. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. As she saw two angels in white sitting, one on the head and the other on the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they have laid him. Now, isn't it funny, when I was reading it again this morning, that they, Jesus told them about his death and resurrection all the time. Remember, if you read the word of God, he told them that he's going to um, break down the temple and rebuild it in three days. He told them that he needs to go through some persecution, but he will rise up again. And here the people that walked with Jesus 24-7 comes and they are living the prophetic word that Jesus gave them. And suddenly what he said happened and they said, but... First Peter then came to the, the tomb and they thought it was somebody carried Jesus away. And then this, she came back, Mary Magdalene, she came back and like, but I'm so sad because my master, my Lord and master is gone. Now to me, I was like thinking about it. And how many times does God speak over our lives and say things concerning our lives? And, and you are in the middle of the prophetic word that God spoke. And then suddenly you would say, but Lord, where are you? Lord? Um, you said, but where are you? Because sometimes we forget about the word God has spoken over our lives. Then they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? And she said to them, because they have taken away my Lord and I don't know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. The one translation said she thought it was a gardener. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Who are you seeking? My question to you is, why are you weeping and who are you seeking today? She's supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and she said to him, Rabuni, which is to say, teacher. And Jesus said to her, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say to them, I have ascending to my, I'm ascending to my father and you and your father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she has seen the Lord and that they had spoken these things to her and that he had spoken these things to her. You see, since Friday, I was laughing at the Sunday school. There was a little boy, the teacher asked the little boy, and she said, what happened on Friday? Because she wanted to know, do you understand that Jesus died? And the boy said, what happened on Friday? And he put up his hand and he said, no, we ate curry fish on Friday. I was laughing so loud. I was sitting there, I was like, that's a child. But you know, we had three days. Pastor Yakudem said a lot can happen in three days. Amen. And Jesus came and he did the complete work on the cross. And Satan thought he had the victory. Now, isn't it funny when Satan thought he had the victory and Jesus died and he thought he killed Jesus. He took Jesus out of place and out of purpose. Because remember when Jesus died, he had all sin on him, all disappointment, everything that you can ever go through, Jesus were carrying. And Satan thought, we've defeated this man. 
He forgot who he dealt with, actually who he was busy dealing with. But imagine you are catching a thief and you thought you have conquered this enemy and you come home and there is waiting for you. Imagine when Satan went back to his house and Jesus was standing there. You know Jesus went to hell. You know you understand that. And Jesus told him, give me the keys of this place. Defroning Satan even of his own own home. He doesn't even have the keys to his house. But we give him so much power in our lives. Do you know why he's after you? He's looking for a place to stay because Jesus took his keys. Come on. That happened the second day. I bet you Satan couldn't wait for Jesus to get out of hell because Jesus, like Pastor Yaku mentioned, he even evangelized in hell. At that moment, he still gave people a second chance to come with him. And on the third day, the world was still confused. Do you know what is the saddest? Give my brother and my sister a God bless you. I have the most handsome family ever. The, the toys and the oor seasons, we are a beautiful family. Come on. You have never seen such a beautiful man in your life. But there was a confusion in the atmosphere. Suddenly after the Friday, I bet you people were still wondering what happened. Suddenly there was darkness. There was an earthquake. There was a tearing of the veil in the temple. They were still wondering. But you know what? They weren't wondering too long. Because they went on about their business. But in the history of our lives, Christ was risen and guess what we were risen with him come on isn't it amazing that you were crucified with Christ and you were risen with Christ and God hates dead things that's why he sent Jesus to conquer the grave death and hell because he hates dead things anything about your life that is dead it's resurrection sunday you better call it to become alive if you have dead finances speak to that finances if you have a dead marriage speak to that marriage if you have dead children in the spirit speak to that children speak to the country speak to your street speak to your neighborhood come on let's bring life back to this world again Woo, i cannot scream i'm i'm black i'm busy losing my voice because god's plan was never death for me and you when he blew roach the breath of life into your into your body he gave life god can only give life wherever he moves life happens wherever you move life needs to happen but some of us we are still stuck at the cross we are still crying you know i ask i ask everybody on the group bring me bring me um some things i want to decorate the big table and i want to have a big cross here and i want to have torah and i want to have a prayer shawl and i want to wanna 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 and then i realized no 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 and i told my husband what i want he said i'm not giving you any of that and i'm like this is the pt in him rising and i'm like but i want to have it it's going to look nice we're going to decor it very nice in the church he said no i'm only going to give you a cross because you know i love crosses i'm going to only give you a cross he said you don't need all that stuff just a cross 
But many of us, we stay at the feet of the cross when God has called us not just for the feet of the cross. Yes, we need the cross. It's a symbol of our faith in God. But it needs us to get up from the cross and take the cross into the world to reach people. Acts 1 verse 8 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea, Samaria, and to all the ends of the earth. Isn't that amazing? God didn't just call you to sit there. Your sins are forgiven. You have given it to the cross. The cross is a reminder of where you were. But now you need to get up, church. I said, I said on Thursday night, I said that every 2,000 years there's a deliverer. Moses, Jesus. We are in 2000 again. He has called the church to be the deliverer. And as long as the church is just sitting, there's a world that's going lost. And God is saying, arise, arise, arise. It's time to stand up. It's time to be the light. It's time to make a difference. Come on. This is what this Sunday is. It is a it is a symbol of what Jesus did. And if He rose from the dead, He expects us to not be dead. Come on. Always remember, the cross removes from you. It takes away from you. What does it take away? It takes away sickness. It takes away sin. It takes away disappointment. It takes those things away. But the grave invests in you. The grave invests in you. I went to Israel and they took me to Miss Jean. And she also been there. And some of you have been there. And we've walked the walk. And, and I've seen a lot of things. And there was a few places that really, I could really feel the presence of God. I didn't feel Him at this birthplace. I didn't feel it at where, where he was um, crucified. I even went to the grave and I thought the grave, it's, so they make such, such, such a big fuss out of this grave. <clears throat> but it's empty. It's an empty hole in the wall. And it's small. And, and, and people is making, and, and yes, it's, 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 it's empty. But you know when it starts speaking to me when everything began in the garden of Gethsemane. When I went into the garden, I, I, I realized I was standing there. I'm like, Lord, I don't know if this is the exact place, the exact whatever. But I realized this is where it all began. This was the yes and no moment of Jesus. And he died and he took away from us. And the grave came, the grave invested in us. Romans 6 verses 6. Knowing this, that ourselves was crucified with him. In, or, in order that our bodies of sin might be done away with. So that we would no longer be slaves to sin. Your slavery mentality needs to go because you are no longer a slave. Sorry to say this, but you are no longer a slave to addiction. You are no longer a slave to the pillikis that just lack a drink. Come on, we me and Lanzala had a conversation with somebody um, up there last night, and he, and he, and the person said, "How many tablets he drink?" I'm saying, like, "I'm a worse person. I I forget, you know, vitamins, those things. I I don't buy it." Because because I forget to drink it and then I have to throw it away. But he was telling me how many he did for blood pressure and I don't know what else. And I was like, Lord Jesus, you need to come out for prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. But 
but we are no longer a slave to addiction. Your addiction has become your excuse. Your abuse has become your excuse. Your 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 self pity has become your excuse. No more. You some people is addicted to pain and disappointment. They go look for pain and they go look for disappointment. That's no longer an excuse because you are no longer a slave. Ooh, I'm so, I'm so, um, you know, if we weren't on live stream, I would have said it. Jy weet mo sani jammer. That's what we say. Sunny sad sack, but in Afrikaans, it's very powerful to say. I get myself into tr- trouble sometimes when I say things I shouldn't. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ and it's no long uh, it's no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself up for me who lives on the inside of you? Who did the grave deposit on the inside of you? Jesus Christ, all-powerful. Come on, the same power that raised him from the dead are in the inside of you. Do you know when they describe when God resurrected Jesus, that word resurrection, they took every single word, Hebrew, Greek, English, Latin, that describe power to describe that word. It took all the power of heaven to resurrect Jesus from the grave. And it doesn't stop there. All the power of heaven are on the inside of you. But you want, you look defeated. You look like somebody has stolen your something. I don't know. But People, we are an army that needs to arise and we are not a weak army. We are a bold army. We are a strong army and we are ready for war. Come on. The condition of the world is the reflection of the church. The world is a mess and I always say it because the church is asleep and has become weak. Because you forget who your God is. We are serving the great I am, not the great I was and the great I will be. We are serving the great I am. And do you know when the great I am mixed with the great I can? Come on. When you, when you come and you say, Lord... I don't understand a lot of things. I don't understand this healing thing where people get healed and people don't get healed and people get touched and people don't get touched. I don't understand it. But what I understand, if you can use anything, use me. Those that want to get healed, heal them. Those that don't get healed, I don't understand. Lord, you have a plan. But Father, I'm not going to sit back and worry. Are you going to use me? Aren't you going to use me? I'm going to go forth and I'm going to move because the world needs to see that you are all powerful. The grave speaks of justification. Jesus wasn't born. Yale, you have such a calling on your life. Oh my God. The power of God is all over you. I think if I'm going to walk to you, I'm going to lay out under the Spirit and you're going to preach. But what Satan tried to do... (laughs) You can laugh in the face of your enemies. You can laugh in the face of your enemies. For this time, I see training, I see training, I see training. Because you will be a voice to the kingdom of God. Yes, many plans are in the man's heart, but it's the purposes of God that will prevail. For God is going to raise you up, mighty woman of war. God is going to raise you up, mighty woman of valor. God is going to raise you up, mighty woman of faith. And you're going to see the hand of the Lord like never before. For God says there is healing power in your hands. You will pray for the sick and they will get healed. You will speak and they will be delivered I declare and I decree life over you I declare and I decree growth over you I declare and I decree protection over you in the mighty name of Jesus
Romans 4.25 says, Jesus was raised for our justification. He was not only raised to conquer hell, the grave, and death, but He was raised for our justification. That's the last part. And the word justification means the action of showing something to be right or reasonable. The action of showing something right or reasonable. The action of making right in the sight of God. It's the action of making right in the sight of God. Jesus died to make right, to make you and me right in the sight of God. So when God looks, He doesn't see your sin. He sees the blood of Jesus. He sees a righteous people. He doesn't see a weak people. He sees a righteous people. And that's why when you get a prophetic word, a prophetic word is never where you are right now. A prophetic word is where God sees you and how God sees you. Do you know that? God will call you to be a great prophet to the nation. It doesn't mean you're a prophet now. It means that's what God is seeing and now we are declaring it in the heavens. And because we are declaring it in the heavens, it means it's established. Now you need to grow to the position what God has seen and said about you. Because sometimes we look through the eyes of man. You know, I am not a dog lover. You can ask my family. I'm actually not even an animal lover. Sorry, animal cruelty people. I don't like animals to be, you know, I'm not an animal lover in the sense of I don't want animals. Um... But I will not hurt an animal. I will stand up. If somebody, if I see somebody hurts an animal, I will say, hey, don't do that. That's not right. You know? I'm not where I turn my back and like, oh, it's just a dog or it's just a cat. But suddenly this dog came into my house. Now I promise you for the first two weeks, if he came close to me, I'm like, footsack. But about a year ago, Grayson decided to go on a mission trip and I had to look after this little steer parky. He's a Yorkie, but he thinks he's a bear. And this dog, his name is Tabasco. He's a safe, he's a safe dog. He's, he's safe. He's safe. But this dog suddenly when I got up in the mornings and I do my devotionals, this dog will come and sit on my lap. And I'm like, But after a few days, I realized how nice and warm it is for the dog to sit there by my cold feet. But the dog was so clever, he was working his way up from my feet, from my couch, to my bed. I have such a love for this dog you can see you can see he's always on my profile because he's always excited to see me I know because I give him milk he's probably the only dog in the world that drinks milk in the morning when I have my coffee he has his milk and then we do Bible study every morning he's on time Miss Jean is on time for Bible study and if Grayson sing worship song I've got videos where he sings out aloud with Grayson he, I'm telling you he's a safe dad it's the only dog that's going to be in heaven but suddenly now there's another dog and he's outside of the church and that dog looks also safe to me because he's even more on time than the people he sits out there and if we give him food he's, he even goes sits nicely it's a trained dog now every time I look at this dog I'm like I'm not taking you home I am not I, I gave it to Billy as a 
birthday gift. He doesn't want it. I gave it to Gustav and Raldine as a housewarming gift. They don't want the dog. But this, I think this dog is a dog that were, because the dog is, you can see he's well trained, he's well mannered, but he's scared of people. So somebody hurt him and I think they dropped, or, or I think somebody dumped the dog. I don't know. Because it looked like the dog had babies, but the, you know, but the dog is here all the time. So if you want the dog, let me know. But you better take care, good care of the dog. I think Johan, you are, oh, Johan, Johan said he's taking the dog. Thank you, Jesus. But what I'm trying to say is that sometimes we lose our compassion towards people. And then something happens and you get your compassion back. And suddenly you look at people differently. You don't see them through the eyes of what they, who they are and what they did. But you start looking at them through the eyes of Jesus and then suddenly you see a champion. Do you know why Dr. Gustav can call everybody champion? Because he's not looking with a natural eye. He's looking through the eyes of Jesus. And through the eyes of Jesus, everybody is champions. And suddenly, you get your compassion back. And that's where you can stand up and say, Lord, move me with compassion for a lost world. You have resurrected You've been resurrected and now you have resurrected us. So that we who are justified and righteous can tell the world out there that there is hope. You don't have to take your life. You don't have to throw your life away with tablets and alcohol and drugs and whatever. I don't say everything is going to be okay but I'm going to say that you're not going to be alone when you go through the valley of the shadow of death you will fear no evil because he is with you the great I am he will lead you and he will guide you and yes you will fall but you will get right up and yes, you will get hurt. But you know what? You can cry for a moment. And it's okay. You can hurt for a moment. And it's okay. But you're no longer a slave. Because He is with you. He is for you. He is on you. He is in you. He is around you. What more do you want? picture of my family I should have let them put it up but where my whole family is standing at the back and crying I went in the picture because I took the picture and that picture I look at that picture often that photo I look often at that photo because it reminds me that we are also human reminds me that we hurt we cry we get sick sometimes we didn't fall my family didn't fall from heaven and now we are angels bringing a word Ta-da, nothing no nothing can harm us we good no it reminds me that we also need Jesus Hilda. if you pinch me I'm gonna cry I'm very cleansierach if you brush my hair to that's why I never brush my hair. You can always see like looks like what? I don't really care. <laughs> because I don't like brushing my hair because it hurts. You know, I get all it So I'm very particular who touch my head. But the thing is, yes, we are human. Yes, we get we go through pain and yes my mother will be the second of May she, uh, she's gone for, for a year and we've still you know we were supposed just to fall down and just huh 
But we said, no, we keep on going. We keep on going because we're not going to be a slave to this. We're just going to keep on going because God is for us. And, and, and if God is for us, even in our darkest hour and in our, in our saddest times of our lives, you know who comfort us? God comfort us. He used the church people to comfort us. He used people to comfort us. And that showed me we were not alone in any situation. That's why it's so nice to praise God. It's so nice to be a believer, a son and daughter of the true, to the, of the Most High God, because He always have us on His mind. He will always, He always have you on your mind. You don't have to go through stuff alone. You don't have to stand alone in front of any trial, any tribulation, because the church, He raised up the church to be there. But we need our compassion back. The Word of God says that Jesus was moved with compassion. And when He was moved with compassion, He healed the sick. He set the captives free. Let the resurrection Sunday be the Sunday that you are reminded of Jesus' compassion over your life. We are in the most wonderful times, the supernatural miracles working on our behalf. We are in the times where we have Facebook and all kinds of social media where you can get the gospel out, even if only one person is watching. Get it out. Stop fighting one another on Facebook, please, because I, I really get angry. In a, in a nice way because you will tell all the gossip but you never give us the end result like we had a couple in the church praise the Lord God bless them they're out of the church I can say it but they will fight with one another on Facebook so every morning I will go on Facebook to see what's happening now and suddenly when they change oh you're the best husband you're the best wife I'm like Man, they didn't tell me the end result. Why were you fighting in the first place? It's like a good movie without the ending. It sucks. Now instead of putting your washing on there, declare the word of the Lord. Tell people about the goodness of God. Tell people how God used you and, and worked through you to heal the sick and set the captives free. Some of you I see more but on Facebook than God. Nakedness. Jy weis jou. Jy is vet. Hou jou kleren aan. Let me get back 1 Corinthians 1 verse 18 and I'm ending with this. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The message of the cross is the power of God. Hmm. Why? Look at your life. Look how He saved you from your mess. I've got stories to tell, but I cannot because you are sitting right here. I can tell some of you where God saved you from. Oh, daylight, your deep eight hole. Brenda, I your deep eight hole. Tasha, I your deep eight hole. Come on, Miss Jean, I your deep eight hole. He delivered us. Come on, the message of the cross is powerful because it saves us, it delivers us, it gives us hope, it gives us life. There's some of you, you pretend that nothing ever happened to you. Oh, you're so holy that the angels cannot even come close to you because you're too holy. 
very holy in your socks for the five that caught that are you enjoying service this morning I'm almost done I know some of you said we came to this service because she's a fast preacher I'm almost done promise you're almost done but this morning I want to tell you that grave made an investment in you in him I live in him I move in him I have my being you are the temple of the Holy Spirit why did he come and break down in three days the temple why did he build up in three days the temple hello you are the temple of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you given by Christ Jesus you are the temple so you need to be resurrected arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee Woo! if you are saying here that and you say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a wimpy kid I don't know if that's an ugly word so I call it a wimpy kid there's a book out a Mickey Mouse but I'm going to be a lion from the tribe of Judah with a roar for Jesus Christ I'm going to make him known I'm going to shout his fame I want you to stand up feels like I'm losing weight it feels like I'm losing my pants here Praise the Lord. I need to preach more. (laughs) If you do the work of the Lord, you're losing weight. It's what happened after the work of the Lord. You know, when you go sit at that table and eat. Father God, I thank you, Father. Let's just lift up our hands. For our hungry people, the people that say, yes, we are winning warriors. We are breaking through. We are breaking forth. We are breaking out. And no longer will we keep our mouth shut about the kingdom of heaven. For the cross is a message of power. Our lives is a message of power. We will, Father. Your word that you gave me on, on, on Thursday was, the church will no longer be barren. The church will no longer be barren. But we will bring forth the harvest. We will bring forth the harvest in the name of Jesus. The problem is not with the harvest. It's with the laborers, Father. And that's why we are praying for the laborers to arise up and step up. To step out and tell somebody about you. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yale's brother. Just give me another two minutes. Young man. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out, says the Lord. It's a plan of a good hope and a good future. The future that you hope for, says the Lord. The Lord says, son. I'm healing your heart. You have so many questions. But God says, remember this. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. The plan in the future you hope for, says the Lord. You have taken on too much responsibility and too much burden that is not for you to carry, says the Lord. The Lord says, trust and know that He is your God. For God says His plan didn't change. And Satan did come to steal, kill and destroy. But today is the day (laughs) of your breakout, your breakthrough. You'll break forth, says the Lord. You will break out. You will break through. And you will break forth. And God says, you will know joy again. You will laugh again. You will, you will see. You will see and taste and see the goodness of God again. You will trust again, says the Lord. Because He's going to lift you up. I need 
Pastor Sean and Pastor Sharon go pray there and I, I think you know Courtney is just for her son because I hear it's time for this family this family you've seen a lot of disappointment and hurt we know it this is not a prophetic word this is just that we know but I hear something new something greater in the name of Jesus it's your time it's your time because there was a breaking and now there's a multiplication that's going to happen through the free of you through the free of you Courtney don't worry about your children God's got them Amen Amen Father God we just come and we seal that word in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I don't know why God is doing this to me but I'm going to do it you two have been lazy long enough you have been waiting long enough the trumpet has blown and your name has been called to step out you have a testimony among the two of you it's not just yeah we will be in the background and we will sing and yes that is good and that is all but there is a story that needs to be told and I'm like I always pray for my family I'm like I'm one of those I pray for my family every day and I pray for you too every day and God says didn't you see my goodness and now it's time it's time it's time because some people are still marveling about what God did for you they're like huh? and God says that is that they can have they're gonna there's gonna there's still miracles upon miracles upon miracles that's waiting to manifest in your life and you're gonna see it because it was hard did you remember the demonstration on Thursday night it was like something is happening that's great but against the wall something that's happening is great against the wall and it's like as soon as the sun is shining the rain is falling but it's over you might be my family but I don't always know what you are going through but I hear God says it's over it's over it's over the battle the struggle is over thank you Jesus give God the praise Thank you, Lord. You never know what people is, 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 is praying in their room. I don't know what they are praying. They don't phone me and say, hey, we prayed this. Cecile, there's going to be a, 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 God is going to loosen you. I don't know who you are involved with in ministry right now, but I see there's a breakaway coming. Because God, and, and go pray about it, and I'm very, very careful with what I'm saying right now. Because God wants to take you out of craziness. I see He's going to take you out of everybody's craziness. He's going to bring you to a place where it's going to be uh, knowing that you're knowing that you know. I, I, I don't know how to explain it to you. But it's, you're going to be so established on the foundation of what God has. Because at the moment there's a lot of craziness. A lot of craziness. In, in, I, I, I really don't know with who are you connected to except us. And I know we like, but we are good. But uh, I see in Johannesburg, I see, I really see, because God has called you for greater. You have been servant heart. And I hear, well done, good and faithful servant. But you are settling. God doesn't want you to settle. Because there's so much greater in you to give. And even if you're going to start small with small groups, You have a prophetic voice. You have a prophetic sound. You don't need to listen to anybody else to make sure that you've heard right. Now you've heard right. Okay? I don't know if it makes sense to me. It's like God is all over the show sometimes and it is like one of those. But this is what I hear. And He's going to connect you to the right people up there. Not there, there in Johannesburg. Okay? He's going to connect you to the right people. And it's going to bring you out to bring you in. But it's going to establish you on the foundation that you need to be established on. And it's not going to be this teaching and that teaching. It's going to be the teaching. Because you're going to see a lot of people around you is going to go crazy in their teachings. And that's why God is taking you out. Because the very elect, the very elect, 
that thing is so scary to me. And, and, and I went, and I'm going to share this. And Marissa, take my Bible because I'm starting a new sermon. I have till six o'clock tonight. You know that. I can just say, close the doors at the back. Just lock them. In. I will not do that. But the very elect, that's why don't be fooled by every hoo-ha that you see. Even Satan do miracles. Please don't. Take it back to the Word of God. Always the Word is your, that's your ruler, that's your measure. Amen. God bless you. He keeps you. He surrounds you. Don't miss tonight. Listen here. I spoke to um, President Cyril Ramaphosa and he said you all can sleep late tomorrow. So you can be here tonight. Amen. I've got friends in high places. Pray for our president, Pastor Sean, come and end the service. Thank you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for an awesome morning. We thank you that we can be excited in your house of worship and we can just say all kinds of crazy things, but know that you have ordered our footsteps, Father. And as we go out, we plead your blood over us, Father God. I ask your protection over each and every one of us here this morning. And I say thank you. Thank you for a word that you have placed inside of us this morning. Assuring us that you have our backs. And that you are covering and protecting us. Go with us as we go now. This we pray. And through your holy name, Father. Amen.